Welcome to Gang Juicy with Rachel and Hero. Hello, hello, hello. How is everybody hello. doing? I realize we have no audience as no far as a responder, way. but that's okay. That's okay. I'll say I'll I'll respond to that. I'm pretty good. Go ahead. And um, we might as well kind of jump right into who's coming on pretty quickly here. Um, you Absolutely. Know, sometimes we kind of like shoot the shit and we are very cryptic as to who's coming on the show, even though I know you can see it in the show notes. Yes. <laughs> we kind of just blabber <laughs> on and we finally introduce our guests, but we're going to do it first. So yes. our guest uh, today, um, due to popular, popular demand of having her back um, is Chef Christina from Hell's Kitchen fame. And yes. she's coming on for the second time um, because so many of you, um, actually requested and said, we can't wait for a part two, because we kind of did, I think we even said in the podcast in that first recording, we said, oh, we mm-hmm. have to have you come back. And yeah. I, I feel like she's like, oh yeah, for sure. She so did they, say that. Yes. People, people have just been holding us to that. Yes. And so we're just, we're so lucky and, um, super excited to have her back on with us today. Mm-hmm. So we get to catch up and see. Uh, what she's been doing for the past, like how many months has it been now that we had her on? It's been close to a year. Year? You think it's been a year? Maybe it has. It's been close to a year since we've had her. Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So then, so since then there's been one or two, maybe it's just one Hell's Kitchen that actually fully ran, Yes. um, which we ended up having Trent and Garvey on and he was the winner of Hell's Kitchen. That's correct. Um, So that happened. Um, I'm sure she's not just with the filming because I don't think that takes up crap load of, of her time but enough um but yeah I know like she- a few weeks at a time i think they they've broken it down too so yeah, you know yeah, yeah. and two two back to back so like six weeks of recording for sure yeah. yeah and then opening up restaurants because she is the vp of culinary um which i just i read on her instagram like what is her because i've heard of a few official titles for her and she calls herself the vp of culinary for mm-hmm. gordon ramsay the gordon ramsay group so mm-hmm. um she is uh not as much at when we talked to her last time she wasn't as much in the kitchen as right. she was you know sitting at the head of the board table kind of like getting you know restaurants opened and and being almost like gordon ramsay's right hand woman mm-hmm powerful Absolutely. woman getting getting shit started and opening mm-hmm. up stuff yes. and blah 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 <laughs> he's done a lot a lot but, and even in the last yes. year i mean and i'm sure we'll catch up and see yeah. how the year has been for her from 2021 to now and uh, this the world has opened up uh through the pandemic and yeah, how, too. you know fine dining and food and uh culinary industries are uh, people are so happy for it to be accessible even more than it once was before. Yeah, absolutely. And there's, yeah, there's a few questions along the, along those lines that I wanted to ask her about, like, for example, even here um, in Canada, or at least where we're in, in BC, there's so many restaurants that are still looking for staff. They can't find staff. Mm-hmm. Um, it's been, that's almost been a pandemic in its own sense. It's just getting yeah. staff and getting, you know, um, it just being able to open for, uh, typical restaurant hours. And it's mm-hmm. not because they don't want to be open. It's because they don't have people to work. That's right. So I wonder if it's the same where she is. I'm not sure. Yeah. Right? We'll have to see. Right. And yeah. keep in mind, you know, she spends a lot of her time through North America as well. So I know that, you know, since everything happened, uh, since you've spoken with her last again, chef Michelle Treble, winner of all stars 17 season 17, mm-hmm. uh, Michelle has also moved into helping with the test um, food and the test developing and stuff. 
Right. That's so that's right. also, that's you know, exciting. So, so Christina and, and Michelle work very close together and help to develop the concepts, right. but also then the restaurant development. So they're going across North America in their region. <clears throat> yes. Yeah. And I wonder, I don't know if she's, I feel like maybe the answer is no, that she hasn't been to Canada since then. Cause I know people are like, Oh, open up something in Canada. <laughs> right. I don't think, um, I don't think she has been unless if no. she was on the down low, but exactly. I, but definitely I remember even she was saying in terms of opening up GR and a restaurant uh, concepts that they yeah. definitely have Toronto and Vancouver as the two markets they would focus on once totally. they get to that point. Totally. So, I mean, who knows? You never know what could happen, right? Yeah, I know. You never know. What could <clears throat> um, uh, sorry, I got distracted by that that yummy cough. <laughs> How are you feeling? How are you feeling? I'm doing okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, it's Good. day two of being asymptomatic. Um, for myself. So that's a relief. Good. So by Sunday, Good. I'll be fully so-called cleared as far as what we're supposed to be following. So yeah. 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 Otherwise I feel Good. fine. I got Good. on the bi- my bike yesterday and rode for 30 minutes. No problem. High intensity. Oh, that's, so, that's so good. That's yeah. very lucky. That's really, really good. Yeah. And to clarify, I, I, if people are like, what are we if, talking about? Yeah, I, did, I'm... I, I did finally, I caught the bug. I caught the vid, the, the vid bit me, um, got, you know, vid bit. And it was really frustrating in the timing of course for other reasons wasn't the best but as far as pure symptoms go i got very lucky mm-hmm. and i did notice some very slight symptoms temperature congestion mainly it felt like a chest infection some yeah. stuff more and like into the base of the throat and a yeah. bit over here but otherwise um i got very lucky so i know others yeah. have not been as lucky so i can only imagine the severity of yeah. everyone else's cases including omicron variant or before it yeah, absolutely. Yep. So just, just in case you're wondering what the ham, 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 ham might be. Including the beautiful, beautiful, beautiful excess of development in that part of the body that I've had since I've been born. So it only makes it more. Yeah, sure. Okay. Okay. They didn't know where that was going. Um, I, I have a question for you just because it's food related. I, uh-huh. I, this is just a silly question. Yes. And I, I'm going to ask Christina this as well. What was the last snack you had? Uh, yam fries as I was running home from my, from my new job. Okay. Where did you get them from? Uh, white spot. Really interesting. You can, you just get like, is there a to go white spot near you? Uh, and white spot is Canadian by the it way. It is Canadian. Yes. It's Folks, a burger, it's like- a burger and fry joint and definitely one step above fat burger. Um, <laughs> uh, no, I, I went for lunch with my new colleagues. So nice. it was the leftover from lunch because I'm a slow eater. So I didn't want to feel yeah. like I had the shove of all that in my mouth okay. and feel bloated. So it was okay. uh, leftovers coming home. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I'm and what was your last snack? My last snack was just before we popped on here and it was a weird one. Okay. It was kimchi. No, not kimchi. I had this weird craving for like sweet pickles you know those sweet oh, bre- those bread and butter good. pickles that you'd put on yeah yeah like, like a tuna sandwich or something i don't know yes. on all kinds of things i just went to the jar and i had like i don't know like a scoop full of those and then i had a bunch of um uh seaweed snacks <laughs> <laughs> i love it i mean yeah talk about sodium probably and all the stuff i just ate but meh, meh. i don't do it very often so meh. but just drink lots meh. of water Meh, exactly. So Water sweet pickles, yeah, sweet pickles and uh, and seaweed snacks. Sweet pickles, mm. seaweed snacks. I love so me, love me pickles, a nice sweet snacks. pickle. Sweet pickles, seaweed snacks. Yeah. 
Wow. Seriously, a nice sweet pickle. Could do without the seaweed, but I love me a nice sweet pickle. Sweet picker, picker, sweet picker. What sweet the pe- heck? Sweet, sweet pickle, pe- sweet pickle, pepper, Is this thing on? Working. Okay, yeah, Hello? clearly it's Hello? on. Hello, McFly. And big, Hello. I know we really got like new ampl- amplification in our microphone technology, so now yes. anything we say does not go unnoticed. Yeah, that's as true. if it did, as if it did before. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, no. Oh, I forgot. I don't know what I was going to say. Wow. But I, well, wow. what I can definitely say is that I always say you look beautiful, but you really do look quite stunning, Miss Rosa. Oh, bah. Thank yeah, you. You do. You, you have look to, absolutely beautiful. And if you're listening to this, you have to go on our YouTube channel and check out Getting Juicy with Rachel and Hero. And verify that plug, what I am saying plug, is verified. Plug. Yeah, yes. exactly. Verify, yes. plug. And exactly. speaking, of, speaking of which, so a bit more of our spiel. Okay, go to YouTube, subscribe. Like, share, whatever, shamoozle, shabamel, shaboblo. I don't know what the hell I'm saying anymore. Go on Spotify. Um, go on Spotify. All, all those all those sweet things to find us. There she is. Yes. Hello. Hello. Oh, you're right on time. Don't worry. I yes. saw you looking at oh, your watch. Sorry. Yeah. I was yeah. Uh, running late from a, from a meeting and I'm in Las Vegas. So I wanted to come up to my hotel room because the casino floor is just uh, a little crazy down there right now so you mean you Hi. didn't want to record in tons Hi. of slot machines and people smoking and probably doing tons nah. of rowdy business i considered taking it from hell's kitchen just so you guys could see like how that in the backdrop but yeah. uh, i didn't want to i didn't want to get interrupted uh, i'll take a chippendale you know, so, yeah i'll take a chip oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> love that <laughs> love that i'll pick oh. a couple up Okay, this is a weird. Th- okay, no. Okay, I was gonna like go on a weird tangent about the Thunder Down Under because I went oh. to a show. No, this is so an aside. It's not even relate. Like, ha- nice to see you, by the way. Sorry, yes. we're like it's great all to see over you the place. too. <laughs> I know. No, no, it's great. I love it this way. Oh uh, my god! No, I went to see. I went to see Thund- Thunder Down Under. Um, yeah. I was at a trade show for a fashion accessor- accessories company I work for at the Mandalay Bay Hotel. Mm-hmm. My boss asked us, he's like, I'll pay for one of your shows. I'll pay for it. What do you, what do you girls want to see? We're like, we want to see Thunder Down Under. So we got it paid for by my boss. Okay, great. And then I ended up going there and I ended up seeing the MC. I recognized, okay, I live in Canada, folks. Like I don't live in the States. Like, I mean, I know they get people from all over the world. I go to this yeah. show. I recognize the MC and I'm like, I said to my, my coworker, I'm like, dude, this guy was in rehab with my ex-boyfriend in <laughs> BC in British Columbia, Canada. Like how That's amazing. And that's a true story. Like how random. And I ended oh, up yeah. saying hi to him after and he's like totally recognized it was just it was very yeah. awkward. But he also, you know, he's he's been sober for a number of years, which was fantastic. That's great. And he did yeah. recognize me too, but that was yeah. Anyway, that is a small start. Small, yeah. yeah, small, big world. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So how, how have you been, Christina? It's been, we were like, man, it's been close to a year since we've had a face to face with you. And, um, of course people have been requesting and wanting to know how you're doing and connect again. So we do appreciate your time as always. And, um, want to hear all about how you've been and how everything has been on your side. Yeah. Uh, good. Um, let's see, since the last time we (laughs) talked, I, uh, (laughs) I live in Dallas now, so I'm practically a cowboy, so there's that. Uh, We we have a new uh, CEO for the U.S. business, just some um, 
changes in the company, all great, just so we could kind of separate the U.S. business from the London one. Yeah. Um, and they put our headquarters in Dallas and our test kitchen down there. So, um, yeah, made that move in June. Uh, me and my my cat Scout uh, had a nice little road trip there. So, um, yeah, uh, getting getting used to. I've been saying howdy a lot. That's about. Um, <laughs> That's about the the uh, amount I feel comfortable embracing Texas uh, okay, at the okay. moment. Uh, yeah. Dallas is really cool, but I uh, um, yeah, it's never lost on me that I'm in uh, I'm in a state where uh, you know so, some of the the views are mm. uh, not fully aligned with with mine. Mm-hmm. So uh, mm-hmm. uh, super conscious, but quite honestly, and I'll knock on wood, I haven't been um, I haven't like been reminded of that in Dallas. The people are That's wonderful. Good. It's a great city, amazing food scene. Um, very flat. Uh, so I'm getting <laughs> used to that coming from, uh, you know, having the mountains and uh, Colorado <laughs> river kind of right down the road here. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so that's, uh, that's probably the biggest thing. What else? Um, we just wrapped, I was just in uh, LA for uh, most of January, all of February and then some of March. We were filming uh, Hell's Kitchen seasons 21 and 22. Right. Uh, so yeah. that's super exciting. Um, I think they're looking at a, a, a summer release for season 21. And it's, it's, uh, it's a good awesome. one. Uh, awesome. My, uh, my headphones are really bugging me for some reason. Is it all okay. right if I, if I just go regular? Absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. Yes. Oh, I just, yeah, so yeah. Sorry. Yes. No, no, don't be sorry at all. Oh my gosh. We haven't talked for a year and you're already becoming more Canadian before our eyes. What happened, eh? <laughs> Oh, sorry. I don't... <laughs> Too polite. Uh, hold on, let me just get you on speaker now, so I can. Okay. Sorry about that. Not at all. It's perfect. Uh, are we all okay? There we go. There we go. You're good. Yeah. You're good. Yeah. Sorry, I was fucking the hell out of me when I just kept. <laughs> um. So yeah, all good. Twenty-two. Um. It's super mental. You know, we're on set with Gordon. Uh. Can you hear okay? Or is, I don't know. Yeah, I'm actually just, yeah. I'm turning up the volume on my, on my mic and, or my headsets. I can hear you perfectly. Yeah. yeah you're perfect. Thank you for asking. Yeah. Hey, me too. <laughs> <laughs> love to, love to hear this uh, in real time, you know? Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, just, uh, did, uh, yeah, to about just over two months in, in LA, which was wonderful, super intense, but some, uh, some great characters, some really good talent. Uh, yeah, awesome. Fun season. Up. Um, yeah, those are probably the, the two bigger things, uh, the move to Dallas. And then uh, we got a couple new restaurants open, one in Chicago, one in Boston, and one down in Orlando. Uh, got about nine more. Uh, actually, that's a lie. Uh, we got about 14, 14 more to open this year. Uh, what? So been, uh, 14? Is that a record? So how many of you, what's the most you've opened in one year? Uh, probably four. Um, but now, okay. <laughs> like just me for the corporate team in the U.S., now we yeah. have like a massively built out team so uh, we can kind of divide and conquer and uh, mm-hmm. we're in good position for it. Um, uh, when we made the move to Dallas, uh, Michelle Triple, who won season 17, uh, yeah, 17, yes, um, <laughs> yeah, from Dallas and had moved back there after COVID. Uh, she wasn't coming back to Hell's Kitchen Vegas. So I ended up... <sighs> hiring her as uh, one of my development chefs. Uh, so she's back with Gordon, but in a, in a bigger role and uh, one that's more exciting for her. So uh, that, that's super great. Um, yeah. So just, just been, just been cooking away. Uh, not a bad gig though. We have a, a great test kitchen uh, that's on the first floor of the uh, office building. So we just kind of play with food all day and uh, oh my yeah, God. 
So with that being said, are you doing more cooking than you have in a while? Cause the last time we spoke to you, what kind of asked you, I'm like, so are you like, are you in the kitchen much? I think at that point you're like, you know, honestly not really, yeah. but no, yes and no. Um, there's definitely like a lot more development. Um, but, uh, I like, I think I got promoted again since the last time we talked to you. So I'm the vice president of culinary, uh, for wow. now. So, um, with that, there's Jeez. a lot more responsibility, uh, on the on, kind of like on the front end, mm-hmm. but the good thing is that we actually have a test kitchen. It's in the office building. So, um, what's great for me is that I can go down, I can, uh, chat with Michelle, uh, and Andrea, the other young lady on our, our Dallas team, um, about mm-hmm. what I'm thinking or what I want for menus. And then, let them kind of execute it. And then I'll give them pointers when I come down a couple small tweaks and then kind of go from there. So, um, definitely a lot more conceptualizing, but I'm not like definitely not in a restaurant setting really at all. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also just trying to, uh, pass the baton, uh, a bit and mm-hmm. help, uh, Michelle, Andrea, Gata, the rest of my team to, uh, yeah, to, to kind of step up and, and develop their skill set now uh, so that they're ready for the uh, next move when uh, when it presents itself. Yeah, it's amazing, right? Because you think about the growth. Is, I think the TV show is a great way to see growth and potential because they have a benchmark and you have something documented to see where were you back then, even when you won your season and Michelle winning her season, coming back as a second time. Uh, so I'm sure there's a lot of gratification in yourself as a coach and as a mentor and very, yeah. as I would say, in mm-hmm. a senior uh, mentor now and being able to say like, Hey, Michelle, like I see this opportunity for yourself. I totally know that you're ready and capable of doing it, but it also lets you have other reflections from other people who you might've surrounded yourself with from the show or from not from the show. You have a lot of power to uplift people that you want to give that opportunity to. Yeah. Yeah, exactly that. And I think, um, it's so important and, and something my mentors taught me, which thank God for them. And, and I do, I think them quite often, mm-hmm. uh, learning to hold the door open as doors open for you, you, you have to hold it open for the worthy people behind you. So mm-hmm. um, yeah. Um, uh, one of the other young ladies on my team, she's based out of Vegas. Her name's Agata. Um, she was one of my sous chefs at burger back in 2014. And I just kind of wow. kept her and I got her right out of culinary school and she's just wow. killing it. Uh, and I don't have kids. I have a cat who I'm very proud of and yeah. sorts of things that, that fill me up. But I can say like seeing, uh, seeing this team grow from like when I had a got a uh, back in 2013, 2014, and same thing with Michelle since 2017, like seeing that, uh, seeing that growth is just, uh, it's one of the things that fills you up. Um, there's not a, a ton of like hu- human or, or uh, satisfaction for the collective in food mm-hmm. and beverage. Um, it, it's tough to, it, it, it's an interesting industry that way, but uh, it does, it does fill me up as a person when I, like see these guys get just getting better and, and really taking advantage of the opportunities. Um, uh, yeah, Absolutely. I approach and, you know, sitting here today, uh, in this position in the company still with Gordon, but I just, I want, you know, try and encourage them to keep moving forward too. So, yeah. yeah. Do you find, do you find that in some ways you feel more connected or maybe in some ways more distant and less connected to the people that are in the company that you might've been more connected to in other positions? Um, yeah, that's a good question. I, um, it's a really good question. I think, um, this has been, there's been a really big learning curve for me, uh, with the the new company structure. Um, like I said, I used to be the only one based in the United States. Now we have like 40 people in head office and, 
Um, so it's, it's a culture and I've never worked, I've never had an office. Like I, mm. I'm a backpack that has my whole life in it all the time. Yeah. Uh, since I hit, you know, when you're going to sports games, you're going to school, like I have yeah. all life on my back, uh, very <laughs> portable, uh, yeah. in a way. I have like an office with a door that closes and there's like this office, <laughs> this corporate office culture. Uh, so there's a big learning curve there. And then just to get back to your question, like it, it's, it's great. And it's amazing because I get to interact with the people in the C-suite above my level. And um, there's just m- more cohesion. Like I'm not working as a silo, mm-hmm. as, yes. uh, but then I'm also, um, uh, I'm like a, extroverted introvert i suppose like mm-hmm. i i quite like working alone and i like my methodology I'm and the, same. the, way, yeah. I, yeah, the same. way i approach things so yeah. i was having a really hard time and I, it's still uncomfortable to some degree but in the beginning like working on something and there's like people watching i'm like i'm not i'm just not used to it yeah I, it's almost um i don't like fancy myself an artist it's not that but it's almost like um you know, you don't show a painting until it's finished kind of thing. Like not yeah. so every step of the way they want to like go through that process. And I'm, I'm that way with not just with food, but with just with like work problems or work um, situations or projects together. I just, I like to be in it with my own thoughts. So I've had it. So there's good and bad. I am learning yeah. how to, uh, in well, the chit chat too, I'm really bad at the chit chat. Like, <laughs> it's tough. Uh, well, you're it's good. Tough. You're good here with us. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, how that translates, but like the like in the hallway, kind oh, of. Oh yeah, yeah. Again, I'm just um, I wasn't used to it. I've never had a co. I've never had a coworker that I see literally like five times. You know, I see the people that work in our restaurants, but not. Yeah, yeah it's just very, very, very different. Um, but but and then and then you have to be like the teacher. I mean, well, and you have had that role of the teacher. Yeah. The you know when we see we've seen you in Hell's Kitchen and those kinds of things. But I guess you know, I know what you mean because it's like, you've, you've honed in on something that, you know, you're really good at, but you're just so used to doing it. Your like, I guess your processes, your way by yourself. And then you have to like, you know, now you have to take that and explain it to someone else or it's just, it's, but it's, it can't really be, it has to be in words or in, in the way that everyone can understand, not just you, but you're so, you, I don't know if that makes sense. Yeah, but you're no, so it's, used to, it's, I don't, I don't know how to explain it. It's not like we're all working together on the same yeah. Like, like nobody's trying to stitch anybody up. Like I, it's a, it's an amazing team. I I'm like so lucky uh, for my bosses and, and the, uh, all the senior leadership above me, I'm learning so much. It's really incredible, but I do, I like, I just feel very, like, don't look at it. You know, like uh, <laughs> in the beginning of beautiful and she says, don't look at me. And then she like. And the up. beginning of which, sorry. I'm, the, song, I'm the song beautiful. In the song beautiful. Oh yeah. The, yeah the, Christina the, Aguilera. Yeah. yeah. And then like right before the song starts, like on the LP, on the. Yeah. Like, I no, no, no. I haven't heard it. Feel like like uh, I, I I just don't look at me. Um, yeah, but, yeah, all good. Yeah, but again, at that I think that we we talked a lot about last time about your humility and about just how you are. You always have your head down and just doing your work because you love what you do. That hard working nature and then humility it stays with you and it gives you the ability to really understand the example you just gave right? Mm-hmm. Like it never leaves you. It's a part of your ethic and character. So mm-hmm. to be able to bestow that as a leading by example to your peers, to your sous chefs, to your executive chefs and other people you're training, I think that's a gift because a lot of people don't have that in by nature, or if they do, they can sometimes lose it. 
And when it's so ingrained in you and though, and I feel that Rachel and myself are similar in that way, we just work harder. We work harder because mm-hmm. we don't feel like we've hit a certain point where it's like, we're good. We're good enough. If anything, yeah. it's like, we're not so good critical. enough ever. Yeah. So uh-huh. what else can we do if we want to continue to show that we have done enough to feel like it and it don't still never feel like enough. Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting how we do that to ourselves. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, yeah. What's new with you guys? What do you think? <laughs> oh, you're flipping it to us? Oh my God. Oh yeah. my God. Um, it's a real kiki. I, it looks really good. I like it. It looks uh, shorter. My than- it looks nice. My hair? Yeah. Is it oh, shorter? thank you. It is. Yeah, it is. Thank you. Yeah. It's funny because. I like it. Thank you. Oh, thank you. <laughs> That's so sweet. It's, I actually like, uh, it was actually a bit shorter even. It's grown up a bit. I think I want to chop it a little bit more, but it's just, yeah, thank you. It's just so easy yeah. to to do too that, that what happens like you do the first big chop and you're like oh i don't know i you know, know. <laughs> well yeah. because like i you know i don't know i'm not gonna age you i don't remember how old you are i don't care but I'm like i okay i don't mind you're for how old are you now 43 43 wow. oh my god yeah. awesome uh, it's in january i'm i am yeah no, i just had to do the math quick yes 43 are you an aquarius wow. too uh, Capricorn. January. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm like, I'm like, Chrissy ain't no Aquarius. No, because she's she's way too earthy to be an Aquarius. <laughs> I am, yeah, Capricorn, like de- all the way through, like yes. all, all the way through. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. No, we're both. Uh, so January 31st and then February 1st for him. So oh, okay, very yep. very close. Um, yeah. But uh, what the? I don't even know what I was gonna say. You caught me off guard. Thank you very much for that compliment. Yes. <laughs> Uh, no, no, my uh, my age came up and then oh yeah yes. oh yeah 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 no I was gonna say like as as you know as women I mean as people not even just women anybody ages and you know I definitely noticed that my hair is now getting a bit thinner than it was yeah. finer yeah. so I can't do the like I always wanted to have this long luscious hair but as I get older I'm like that that is such a pipe dream like that's just never gonna happen because now it's like the longer it gets the rattier it looks on <laughs> me and I just don't want to put it back all the time and I'm like fuck this. I'm just going to chop it off. So anyway, that was, that's my story. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm, I'm scared. It's going to like, I've already like entered this like period of my life where I'm wearing chinos quite a bit. And I'm like, mm. got a real gym teacher look going, um, which I guess has always been okay. moved from like the athlete, like, the, like more student style to like mm-hmm. death vibes uh-huh. <laughs> short too soon in my life that I'm just going to like, let myself go completely. So I'm, oh my I'm holding God. for a couple more years. Uh, Cause I, I've got this, um, I, I always call it like the crossing. I don't know if you guys have crossing guards. Uh, oh yeah. <laughs> cool. Corners. Yeah. Yep. yeah. Our crossing guards, or at least the ones I grew up with, always had super short hair. They were older ladies. They were like everybody's Nana or Aunt right. Carol or whoever. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> kind of perm. that was like a tight rod perm. Yes. Was, like really short. And so there's something I'm like, yeah, those ladies are smart. They like get their hair set. They don't have to do much. They, you know, wash mm-hmm. it. And like, it's a, it, it's going to, it's like part of my like light, uh, my life timeline. Like I know at some <laughs> point I'm going to hit where I'm going to have a tight rod perm. Right. Um, real short hair. I'm scared if I start cutting my hair now, I'm going to get there in like the next two years. The next time. You- <laughs> no. It, okay. Like, elementary school. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like Wear a bib. Okay, number one, first of all, first of all, two things. Yeah. First of all, perms apparently are in for yeah, young kids, from, even. Okay, it, was that- a, yeah, it's like the guy, the young, young, young. Yeah, American. yeah, I know. Which really? is, oh, yeah, yeah. Like young high school kids. I love it. Number two, yeah. short haircuts can be hot. 
Like they don't have oh, to yeah. be granny. Like they can be really sexy and there's some pretty like awesome cuts you could do. So don't sell yourself mm-hmm. short. If you want to do it, go for it. hair grows. I know what you mean. Cause you don't want to start getting lazy and then just yeah. like, and but- <laughs> hair about your uh maybe a touch shorter than where yours yeah. is now uh back in my in my roaring 20s <laughs> trying to be alive um <laughs> what i found is that when you have short hair it actually it's more maintenance as far as getting haircuts like mm. if you have, that's true you can't just let it go i can go six months and nobody's gonna know because shit's just like up in a bun that's or, true or whatever but what yeah they like you know beyond your six weeks or however you're you know, whatever your hair growth cadence is. Uh, that's what I didn't like about having that's short hair. True. That's true. That's true. Quickly, like my hair would dry and, you know, the things you could do, yeah. you know, with the stuff. But, um, and at that point, you kind of just, at that point, you just, yeah. And you need to like make friends with a, with a hairstylist at that point <laughs> and just have that, them as your totally. friends. Cause one of my friends actually is a hairstylist and does my hair. And if otherwise, like, cause you just don't, and then she just, she charges me less rates. It's yeah. Nice. <laughs> yeah. You can um, do it and cover the home and they're just, you know, chopping your hair as they're cooking you a steak and that's into what we did. Like no, we didn't really do glass of red wine. And- oh, it was amazing. <laughs> yeah. Like totally. Yeah. What's that? I said, I like where all this is going. We just, okay. like, I know. Totally. It's like, I should have a husband already or something. Hello. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like it's getting longer. Yeah, thanks, Christina. It is getting longer. And even though my headphones are are doing a nice job, I started thinning right where my finger is circling right there. So I'm like, oh, shit, I got to grow my hair out because I don't really have an interest in doing topical treatment or taking other sources to keep my hair growth. So and the thing is, I play with my hair a lot always since like, as I was a kid. So when it would get long, I would cut it to get rid of the mm-hmm. the like the fix. But now that it's thinning, I'm like, oh, fuck, I got to grow this out. So I've been growing it out. But my friend who is a stylist, who is a yoga student of mine, has been a stylist for like 35, 40 years. So I finally went and started seeing him. So he's like fading the side in instead of like chopping it and then letting it blend in. So it's been growing up for about seven months. Good job. And those that are listening that are still in their 20s and their babies, just fast forward through this because you're probably bored. (laughs) (laughs) But do do know that it is is on the horizon. It is. Exactly. For now. It all very much is exactly uh, okay catching, catching me up on your last year and and we just got into like a deep <laughs> <laughs> yeah for sure but but honestly not- what have you guys been doing honestly christina like not not too much has really changed we've uh you know knock on wood i mean that's not really a bad thing necessarily we're still plugging away doing this uh mm-hmm. working full What's time didn't and have, like, didn't you have like some construction weren't you like renovating <laughs> something last me night? yes Holy shit, you gotta get memory, Earl. Like, yeah. yeah. Okay. Wow. Is it done? Like, what did you yeah, do? Yeah, I'm in it right now, actually. It. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, because I think we're s- in a room, but it, I'm this- sitting. It's a very, it's not that exciting because there's not much on the walls or anything, but like, we've got, we, uh, we ripped up the old floor. We, we have these old it. wood floors, yeah. fur floors that we've exposed. I'm, I can't really turn it that much because I've got things okay. plugged in. Yeah, but yeah, it's cute, hey? The way it came out. I'm happy that my husband finished it yeah. <laughs> after two years. And that's Good the couch time. that I'm going to be sleeping on when I go visit Rachel in May in, in the Okanagan. That's my bed right there. Um, oh it? my God. I've apparently. <laughs> and, um, do you have the same uh, partner that you had that he was cooking? I think. Uh, <laughs> yes. Uh, my partner and I are not together anymore, but we are still very good friends. Okay. So uh, basically, yeah. Um, I think like not very- that. 
iconic of you, but uh, yeah. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> yes, I know. It, well, it, it, that's, the, that's some of the diplomatic way of saying it. Um, I think the the main thing is that it's, I had a lot of uh, growth. I think for me, like when I have a week or a, a month or a year, I find that just multiply by the measurement of time that's, that follows it. So I feel like a week is a month, a month is a year. A year feels mm. like a freaking decade for how much self-discovery I do and strive yeah. to grow and develop. Uh, so in terms of since we last chatted, I was still working in retail a little bit. I was thinking of moving to Toronto, actually, and made the all the moves to do so and actually went for a grand total of five days and actually made the choice. And then I was there with my mom helping get set up. I acquired the 10 different jobs at different yoga studios because I wanted to reboot that career, which Vancouver didn't have for me anymore. Got there. And after three days of crying nonstop and realizing it was more than just all the things that come with moving, I realized I need to be in Vancouver. Mm. So I packed up, flew back with my mom. And then mm. I went back to what I was doing prior teaching and a bit of retail. And then three months of that, I got tired and stopped teaching, didn't renew insurance, left retail and applied to tons of different jobs. Uh, relating to my areas of interest of service or wellness or management and things like that. And I actually, uh, just before coming on the record, this just finished my first on-site day um, post-virtual training. And I'm the new, actually, I haven't said this publicly at all. Um, <laughs> hopefully I, I am and will still be, <laughs> as the time passes, the actual client experience manager slash office manager of a performance and rehabilitation clinic in awesome. East Vancouver. Yeah. Yay. So it's we my have first management jobs. job. <laughs> yeah, it's my first management job um, to apply that with stuff I've done in other jobs. I've never worked in the clinic, but it's still it's like wellness with physio, Cairo, RMT, all the stuff that benefits claim. And yeah, so like I I had I also had COVID, um, like very light intensity COVID, but still, so that all happened. New job, hiring, interviews over the, over uh like like FaceTime covering COVID and then getting still getting trained on the job for the next few weeks. That all happened in this month of March. So it's been, yeah, that's a lot actually in one month. That's true. Yeah. Um, As your voice goes up, it's been a lot. It's been a lot. Yeah. Yeah, There's been some breakdowns. (laughs) There's been some major tears and Rachel has gotten some of that um, from me. But, you know, this podcast has been the continuing anchor for Rachel and myself. And, you know, we really want to launch this podcast. We are going to monetize it one day. We are going to create a um, a presence for it that people will be able to appreciate it and for it to be our main squeeze, mind the pun. I so like that's that. what we've been up to. Juicy. Yeah. And we're... Yeah. <laughs> well, we just appreciate you coming back because I know... You know, not like an open, but I'm, I'm <laughs> tomorrow do- too. Oh my god! Um, <laughs> on, uh, at some point, if there's uh, there's any appetite for it, but yeah, I'm I'm happy to uh, be chatting with you guys. You're so oh, sweet. Good. Well, if this feels Speaking- so lovely to have the feeling so rich, I was going to say in, in your response to that, it's nice to have that kind of rapport and connection with someone that physically you may have not met in real life, but Mm -hmm. it shows the power of communication and relationships and that you can build very sincere, meaningful relationships, which could transpire into real life. Should all parties be in the same place at the same time at some point in the future. That's what's really amazing about having this kind of platform. 
And what's, and also what's happened in the past couple of years, just with COVID and people doing more of these kinds of things with virtually, Mm -hmm. and we've talked about that before, but, um, I have a very important question. Um, when, when it, when are the restaurants coming to Canada? Soon, like, Ah! like this year soon, but, um, (gasps) what? Yeah, there's definitely like some big, uh, big talks uh, with uh, with some potential partners in Vancouver. Uh, oh. so, um, there's one other place and I can't I'm not remembering, but those were the bigger wow. ones. And wow. it's part of the reason why when they um, kind of separate it from the London business, uh-huh. uh, called it Gordon Ramsay North America, because there's mm. it go up to Canada and then down to the islands. Right. Uh in the bigger picture. So now it's coming. He knows that Gordon loves Canada, uh, Toronto. I mean, he's really likes Toronto, um, a lot. Uh, I haven't talked yeah. much about any other kind of territories, but, um, and he's got a massive fan base up there and oh yeah. 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 It's uh, but yeah, it's definitely, um, on the table in a, in a pretty big way, which is exciting. That's so awesome. And now will you be very integral in that? Uh, yeah, I would, uh, yeah, like you would be. Yeah. America. So yeah, yeah. Some of this under, uh, falls under my scope, which is awesome. exciting. Yeah. Maybe we'll amazing. see you up here one day. <laughs> yeah, no, uh, me, uh, we'll be cuddled up on that green couch there. Hey, it's all, <laughs> I, I, anytime, anytime. Sure. It's, sure. it's kind of itchy, but it's, you know, we'll get some blankets going. Depends if depend. Okay. Where I live, believe sure. it or not. It's just, yeah. We you see onesies? Yeah, we can all yeah, get like, awesome. Yes. Love it. Oh love my it. god, yes. And then we it. can just have like tons of reality TV show crashing of everything yeah. that is so horrible under the sun, but we just have to indulge in it. <laughs> what are you guys watching right now? What's the, what, what are like a couple of your reality TV shows that you're into right now? Well, I first have to say Hero's more of the reality TV junkie than I am. Like oh. I I watch a lot of series um like which is this is not reality TV but like I just been watching Life and Beth with uh, Amy Schumer which I love and that's oh. hilarious um but what have we been watching? Well uh some like wh- wh- is it cake? <laughs> is this cake? <laughs> is this cake? <laughs> is this- oh yeah 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 I yeah. haven't watched it but I I did see a preview for it. Yeah, yeah it it is cute. It's it's, it's cute. just it just puts a smile on your face. Like it's one of those kind of goofy kind of shows. Yeah. But what about you, Hero? I am well. I'm, I'm watching always like ten shows at once, if yeah. not more. So for me, like I've been watching Survivor since 2000. So I'm oh. obsessed with Survivor, both the Australian version, which is like way better than the American. Sorry, I'm not trying to be insulting in that, but they just like, cover way more content and material. Be honest, but yeah, it's fine. You're not <laughs> our feelings hurt about Survivor. <laughs> no, exactly. No, no. Probes, I love you. Um, but no, I mean like Survivor for sure. Uh, when it's on air, Project Runway, um, any syndication of Drag Race that is in English, because I I, I can't tolerate dubbing. Unfortunately, it's too hard to in- interpret. Um, the Mass Singer, it's so bad. Yeah, but it's so good. Yeah. I watched the first. <laughs> And the second season it just annoyed me. I couldn't. I couldn't get into it. I know it's okay, but- so bad, but so Canada's flip- Got Talent just started as well. Oh, Sorry, okay. go ahead, Rach. No, I want to flip the. This is an interesting question to yeah. Christina. Do you watch reality TV? I don't know if we've ever asked you that. No, we haven't. Not really. Um, I uh, I was home. Uh, I went back home after we finished filming uh, for a quick weekend and ended up seeing my actual my first uh, my first girlfriend um, from high school. We're still like really good friends. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, like she's like 
the executor of my will. Like, like I trust. Uh, wow. <clears throat> Sorry, family. I love you, but. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, in any case, I went home. Uh, we, I like had cooked, uh, cooked for us. We had dinner and then we went in and I was like, oh, do you, did you want to put something on TV? Cause she was watching yeah. the news and I was like, I can't with this. Um, so like, do you have any shows you need to catch up on? And she put on, um, I think it's called love at first sight. Okay. People, like they like don't see each other. They like talk through a wall. Yes. Oh. I've seen that. Yeah. Okay. So when I, I went, she was like halfway through an episode and had another one to catch up on, but it was like, she started with season two, not one, which is, I absolutely love her. Um, like episode eight or nine, like there was like two and a half episodes. So to be fair, I started watching it like at a juicier part, I suspect yes. of the season. Right. Uh, it's horrible. Um, but like, really, like really, it just blows my mind that like, yeah, I don't know. Are people that I, I don't, I don't, I hope that somebody is studying us. I hope that what's happening right now with reality TV and social media, that it's actually just part of a bigger so, like um, socio, sociological experiment. Yeah. Sociological? Thank you. That's the one. Yeah. I knew it was <laughs> yeah, I'm impressed that I got that too. <laughs> this show, especially this like it, love is blind or love at first sight or love whatever it is. Yeah. yeah. Are we, are, are, are people that desperate for connection or for love? And like, how has that construct come to be? Is that like, has totally. it always been that way? Is it social media? And so you're seeing things and you're like, Oh, I want that. Mm-hmm. Uh, is it like reality TV was like, Hey, there's a lot of desperate single people. Like, why don't we make a bunch of shows like the bachelor, bachelorette, et cetera. Right. But like there, it was very interesting to see people like willing to make such a, big decision on somebody they like had never seen before like mm-hmm. literally physically um seen and uh so it was really interesting um and like at the altar they basically decide like then they're in their like wedding yes. garb, and they either say i do or i don't and so there was like three couples that like ended up not getting married and they were like yeah. no this isn't gonna work and then there was a few that did the one guy that did look terrified though i'm like <sighs> I like he looked scared for his life Mm-hmm. And I know, um, no, uh, I don't really watch a lot of, um, a lot of reality TV. I tend to watch, uh, like crime shows or mm-hmm. books, uh, limited series kind of. Yeah. Me too. Yeah. 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 I'll yeah. watch it like, uh, like Tinder swindler. Like, yes, you guys. I love true crime I, stuff I like that. I didn't see that. Or yeah, bad yeah, vegan. Yeah. 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 Oh. oh, I'm oh. in the middle. I haven't finished yet. Okay, uh, I won't say anything. Just started it. Um, yeah. In, yeah, it's interesting what you say. What you said about reality TV because I feel like, um, don't you think that reality TV is is okay? We've had a number of, of guests on the show that have been a part, either even producers from mm-hmm. like Drag Race. We've had a couple of producers on recently that have really, you know, told us, hey, like it's it's pretty real actually. It's not oh, yeah. that, as scripted as you think it might be. But mm-hmm. what I do feel like is. People are auditioning and being on these shows because it's another way to get into the industry of acting too, don't you think? I mean, uh, point. yeah, I think yeah. This at this point, I think it kind of is. I mean, there's mm-hmm. so many shows out there now. So not to say that people aren't genuine mm-hmm. when yeah. they when they go into it. I'm not really saying that. I just feel like it's it's definitely become another gateway, <laughs> right? Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, it has. So, and you know, I was going to ask Christine, I don't think we asked it this last time. Do you ever watch yourself, not necessarily uh, yourself back, but do you ever watch the seasons of Hell's Kitchen that come out? Or do you just let them roll and whatever people might talk to you about, question. then it's whatever they talk to you about? Yeah, I do. Um, yeah, no, I, I, I usually do. I don't always watch it in real time. Like I won't yeah. be like, oh, I'll yeah. get home at eight o'clock on Wednesday, but I'll watch it or two. <laughs> Yeah. Um, if I am able to watch it in real time, I, I usually use it as an opportunity to engage uh, with people on Instagram or uh, mm-hmm. to promote the chefs that are on the current season. Mm-hmm. That's really important. Um, mm-hmm. I know for as a contestant, even as a sous chef, I mean, not everybody likes me and that's, you know, that's fine. Uh, not, be, not everybody likes me in real life either. And right. I don't like every everybody. That's just the way the world goes. Um, yeah. yeah. I think it's important. Uh I, I know it from the contestant side and then also from the sous chef side um, and, yeah. and you're not prepped for, and I do try to like at this point prep my contestants. But uh, when I was, when I was a contestant, I had no idea that people were either going to be cheering for me or loudly not cheering for me. Mm-hmm. Um, so when you get to, and, and Instagram had like kind of just come out uh, when my season aired back in 2012, like it was, mm-hmm. very, right. it wasn't like the platform it is today. No. Uh, and I'm so thankful for that because I can't even imagine what, what other comments are there. But um, I try to, if, if I watch it, if I can watch it in real time, I try to use it to engage and then to <laughs> like in my stories, highlight uh, something great that one of the contestants or the team might've done uh, right. because it's important. They, I, I tell every time I'm a Sue, I tell them, Gordon told me not to read the comments. I will always pass that on to you because for every 12 that you're like, oh my God, this little kid or, oh man, I, this lady had cancer and she watched me and like, you feel good. You feel good. You'll get to that 13th one and it'll like, it will punch you. It'll like just cut you down and uh, it's hurtful. Even like people that are uh, emotionally sound and, and confident and, and, you know, on a level where, um, you know, they're not, not taking that stuff too personally or too to heart. It, it just, it, some of it is just hateful violently. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I, I, uh, don't always watch it in real time, but I do, uh, I, I do watch it. Yes. Um, okay. also like a couple hundred people that are backstage, the lighting crew, the audio crew, the producers, the PAs, like cra- the crafty people, like art department. I mean, there's so many people that work on that show. It feels yes. It, I I want to be one of the numbers that that helps tick the ratings or yeah. check a box because it, I mean we're all it's not just the contestants or Gordon or the sous chefs like there are hundreds of people that are putting in those hours away from their yeah. family oh, yeah. uh, to sacrifice just to give give these kids like an opportunity to to better their career so mm-hmm. um, yeah. absolutely and it, it's also I also love to see like how they what they do with the content that I was firsthand there for <laughs> yeah the dorm like we could watch we could ask the producers if we wanted to i'm just not interested okay. um, the idea of like gordon knowing what i do when i go home would like no i, I not that i'm doing anything like overly <laughs> right. but like i like the separation and i always want to give the contestants that too like if they're yeah. up there dorms and they come down and cook beautifully i could give a shit like yeah that that's what they do at home so uh so it's always interesting to see uh who the smokers are uh right little like romances were budding yeah (laughs) about um and then the confessionals too to see who was like fucking smack on each other totally yes i think there's confessionals i uh 
talked to uh, one of the producers about it this past season. I was like, you should let me and the other sous chefs like pop in every one. Yeah. And like give insight from that. Um, and you've been on the show, so you understand it. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. I do watch it. That um, is but, amazing. Yeah. Here's yeah. actually, and Rachel, you might be wondering this too. I don't know if it's on your docket of just things that come to mind. Cause mm-hmm. I think Christina, you know, like we don't prepare questions. Like we just, it's very <laughs> candid. So this is all like spitfire. Have there ever been any actually can Canadian contestants on house kitchen or do they permit Canadian applicants for that production? I, I, I don't, I still think that they're not allowed. Um, yeah. Okay. We, uh, we've had two from the UK, but they were, they had us residency. Yes, uh, that's right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, they're not, uh, they're not allowed. Cause we get quite a few requests and, or I'll get like messages in my, uh, in my, in my, in my DMS or whatever asking, Oh, how do I apply? I'm in Canada. Yeah. Uh, now, nah. uh, yeah, wait, I, maybe it's an insurance thing or yeah, could be. yeah I'm not sure. Now, you know, how about, how yeah. about for, how about for guest judges <laughs> that, that have podcasts that have juice in it? <laughs> But it's spelled differently. <laughs> you like to buy a vowel. I had well, <laughs> anytime. Next time we're filming, uh, we, we can organize. I'll we can come down and eat on set. I can uh, get that sorted out for you. But I, I'm no. not sure about guest judges. I'm just <laughs> you guys, like you. You could you could go live from the dining room. Just kind of set up your little. Uh, oh my god, that would be amazing. That would be incredible. That would yeah. be incredible. Hey, I mean, that would that would take something off my bucket list. That would be awesome. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. But also another way to think of it too is that if you end up opening up in Vancouver, then there's also That's... then a some kind of syndication of that too. There's some kind of correspondence from like, oh hey, there is yeah. some people that have been part of the pro the project and then people that are in the city that it's affiliated with too. That's actually kind of great as well. That's true. It is interesting because we we actually just had on um the very first survivor actually has Canadian contestants now. Yeah. So so we just had on the last season's winner, who was the first Canadian to be on Survivor, mm. right? Uh, not to or, be on Survivor, no, 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 but the, the but the win, win Survivor. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Maybe it's um, a yeah. Maybe they don't want the Canadians coming down and <laughs> maybe <laughs> no, no, or anything. But I will interject yeah. here because it is on the same tangent. If people are going to be opening up Gordon Ramsay restaurants in Canada, then Yes, you could have an American winner and then have that visa extended to them to go and work in Canada. But that's what I also wondered too. Mm. Now, Canadian budgeting is very different. Yeah. Very different from that's North true. American production. That's true. However, I could only imagine, and I wonder if a Canadian would be polite enough, not, or sorry, 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 be not polite enough to be on a season right. of Hell's Kitchen Canada. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Because you imagine that we'd be crying. No, I'm sorry. No, you're sorry. Uh, yeah. Interesting. Oh we have like underground, an underground HK, uh, like yes. a flight club, but like Hell's Kitchen. Yes. 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 Send it to Gordon and be like, here's our pilot. Yes. What do you think? Could you imagine? Gordon would be like, oh, hello, everybody. Welcome, welcome. No. And then he would, like, of course, do his shtick. And the Canadians, and, and then and he'd come up and be like, oh, I'm so sorry. I'm sorry. I'm like, really not sorry. Get to work. Like, yeah. Yeah. I'll wear my plaid. I'll bring my, you know, my uh, freaking hockey stick and my, what else is so Canadian? I'll, I don't cook, know. I'll cook with maple syrup instead of olive oil. Yeah. Yeah. Per- oh, yeah. 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 Maple syrup. Absolutely. Absolutely. I just speaking of, I, 
something I, I just I know, before I forget to ask, blah, 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 I can't speak. Uh, just before here when I popped on, I just said to Hero, like, I wonder if it's the same down where you are. I mean, I know you're kind of all over the place, but just where, wherever you've noticed this. Here, for example, restaurants are having a hell of a time hiring people post. Global. Is it global? Okay, okay. Okay, so wiped out. Yeah, it's very, very difficult right now. Okay. Wow. Yeah. yeah. So, and is Coming this all, all positions? Sorry, like all, posi- all positions, all positions. Okay. Yeah, we're see, um, probably on a top level, uh, people come back in, into the workforce. Um, but yeah, I mean, COVID and, uh, I, I love F and I love the food and beverage industry. This is, it's my life. I live mm-hmm. it. I bring, it's the, it's home for me. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's not, um, it's not that like the greatest environment physically, mentally, emotionally, it's like, it's, uh, you have these like lulls or th- this kind of like preparation throughout the day. Then you have this like very intense kind of service and it's just emotional and you're like a little family and, um, yeah. you know, you miss, you miss a lot, you miss a lot of holidays. It's hard to get time off. Um, mm-hmm. especially the front of the, I mean, back of the house is underpaid, generally speaking, front of the house, um, there's a, a cult, we have a tipping culture, um, yeah. uh, unique to the U S I, I appreciate that. But, um, there's also a culture within the front of the house where you, you end up, you make a good amount of money, but you live a lifestyle that you're not necessarily saving. Um, and I think that when COVID hit and the, I mean, ever a lot of industries were hit hard, but the restaurant industry being one, in my opinion, one of the biggest ones, uh-huh. mm-hmm. people had that time off and they just realized like, I don't need to be in this like masochistic environment to like right. get it. Uh, and I think, I think a, a lot of, I know for me, it was like, uh, I mean, there was loads going on. Also, we had our, our cultural climate was just un- unbelievable after George Floyd and, you know, a yeah. lot of unrest, civil unrest in the US. It was a very intense mm-hmm. uh, time, I think, across the board in the, in the US. I obviously, I, I was here. I can't really speak for other countries or how they were viewing us as we were, we were really going through it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I do, I, I think that a lot of people, especially uh, in that 20 to um, like early twenties to uh, late thirties age, just realize, you know, I, I don't need to be doing this. I, I can do something else. And then I think remote work also um, how many offices are still now only half full because companies are realizing they're giving their employees um, better life quality, not having to spend that time commuting, being able mm-hmm. uh, to be in, if, if working from home doesn't work for everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, I have to describe it as uh, you're not working from home. You're living at work. Uh, mm. And I, I, I like, it really resonated with me. Um, yeah. But yeah, I, I think, uh, yeah, I think, I, I think a lot of things changed after COVID. And I think a lot of people had very significant mindset shifts. Uh, yes what, how they want to spend their time and where they want to place their energy. And, uh, I think we, we see, and these young kids, man, this next generation, like I'm all for it. These kids are amazing. Like they just get shit done. Um, and I, and I, I love it. Uh, I think my, and <laughs> we like towed the line. We listened to our grandparents. Yeah. It was like, work hard, get a good job, get benefits, secure your future. Yeah. Uh, but it was all like you do it the way it's been done. Um, I think yeah. these guys have a very different work ethic, and I, I'm speaking more off the back of uh, seasons 21 and 22 that we just filmed. Mm-hmm. And 
the 20 something year olds. It's like, Jesus, yes. I feel so old. Um, but man, they like <laughs> they challenge everything and they have such a creative outside the box way of thinking. And I, I'm absolutely here for it. And I see during the season, we have some pretty like, I, I don't know, I guess significant TikTok stars coming. Cause we were in LA also right. uh, with us. And I was at the pass at one point with Gordon and uh, there was a two, it was a 12 top and they were all TikTokers. And I was like, the net worth of that table is astounding. And these kids are like barely 21. Wow. And like when I was their age, I was making, I don't know, nine fifty an hour or some shit sweat. Yeah. And it's, you know, cleaning up grease traps in my first kitchen uh, where they're like doing, you know, some dances on a, on a <laughs> app and they're getting paid millions of dollars for it. But <sighs> how can I be mad? That's so smart. Like these guys are setting themselves up. So I think you got this generation. That's true. Fine. There's other ways to have income and to have it from a young age. Um, and then you have these kind of mid 20 to late 30 year olds that are like, no chance I'm going back to that loony bin. <laughs> and that's, there's so, a lot of people that were within 10 years of retirement age uh, that just played their money right. And they were like, if I live conservative, live conservatively, I don't actually need to go back in the workforce. I have enough. Mm. Uh, yeah. So why would I go slug it out for another 10 yeah. years? Live minimally and, you know, be just fine. So it's, yeah back to your original comment. Yes. Staffing yes. Is a nightmare right now, but that wow. I really appreciate that whole conversation and, and explanation because, um, it just, it made me really think, especially because of that young generation you're talking about. So first of all, on the next two, um, seasons, are, are we looking at still that, is there anyone over the age of 30? Can you say that? Yes. Oh, there are. Yeah. Okay. There are. Yeah. Uh, okay. in fact, one of the season 21, you'll see it's, it's, uh, it's like a little, you know, that we got some from the younger and some from the older and, and that's right. how it starts. And, uh, interesting. Yeah. It, yes. it is very interesting. Amazing. Um, yeah. But they really, man, the way they think it's just, it's, it's wild. And I am just absolutely fascinated. And I, I can't wait, honestly, I can't wait to see what they do. Like when you, when you think about the big changes that have come throughout history, yes. because people were like daring to think differently. And, uh, again, I came from a generation that it was like, respect your elders, you know, get the good job, be home by, you know, the streetlights are on it. Like you just kind of had mm -hmm. these, these rules that were just there. And these guys are the ones that are like, that say, ask why, like, why are we doing it that way? Why won't right. we do it? Now, like, are, options, I, I think like, that's, yeah. And I think that's, that's amazing. I'm just playing devil's advocate me for a second. Do you think now, is there a, a real sense of privilege and disrespect though, in that sense with these younger kids who maybe haven't had to necessarily work as hard doing the type of things that maybe we had to do or, or things are given or yeah, I don't know. Like, are you, did you find that there's that mentality? The, yeah. I, I, I question the sustainability of it. Like, are yes. you, you know, yes, you're, you're making all this money or doing these like little fun dances and, you know, getting sponsored now in your twenties, but what are your thirties or forties? Like, are these guys, but are they smart enough to, to harness that money and then not have to work and just like go enjoy life and like, yeah, hang up their like TikTok career and call it a day. Uh, yeah. yeah. I don't know. I think, um, I don't think it's necessarily, um, I don't think it's, it's overt disrespect. I think that they're just, I think that younger generation is just bewildered on why did we just follow the line that was drawn for us? Like mm -hmm. why, did, 
you know, get out of line or change. Right. Although we did. I mean, every generation shook it up a little bit and, and mm-hmm. so it's a here for the for the next one coming through. But um mm-hmm. yeah, and I think the technology piece is a big one also. Um yes. we were yeah, the the style of communication uh uh concerns me a little bit. And I think we're kind of so this is a great conversation. I think we're also lo- losing a lot of our history. And I think this generation is more into what's happening right now um, because we don't have, like, people don't write letters anymore. Like, everything's on an app or it's mm-hmm. right away and then it's gone. Um, where, you know, these guys will never have to go to the library and go to the reference section and get an encyclopedia. Right. And spend three hours on a Saturday, like, reading about, you know, yeah. shallow water sharks or something. Like, yeah. It in there they can get it so quickly yes. and when information is that accessible it i feel like you you're you, you don't earn the you don't you don't naturally have the respect of all the work that that was there before yeah. you get you this information so quickly mm-hmm. and so i i don't think it's intentional but i i do i think there's like a lack of um uh uh acknowledgement uh, mm-hmm. all the work that came from the generations before so that these little assholes can be doing like, <laughs> yeah. woes, um, you know, making a bunch of money. Well, yeah. Here's another add on to that. Yes. And imagine, I also wonder about interpersonal communication skills. Mm-hmm. How, what mm-hmm. did you notice even in working on set and production and outside of production, going into different environments that maybe that you started in, but now you're seeing that generation of I guess it's still Gen Z. I don't know if there's a, people that are of an age where they would be Gen Alpha or whatever you call them that are now in these positions, even a dishwasher. How do you notice yourself connecting with those generations? And similar question to Rachel, like, are they showing respect? Do they understand how you got to where you are and how others that are in your positions of higher up, do they pay respect? Do they understand? Do they ask questions? And yes, they might be opinionated and have their points of view, but they also have an understanding of respect and openness to learn in the balance of their confidence. Yeah. Um, I think, uh, yes, they showed me so much respect across the board. Um, but I think I'm in a very unique position when we're filming, um, because I can empathize with them and I've been in their shoes and for them, they can look at somebody that's been in their shoes and is still working side by side Gordon. So, um, for that there's it's built in uh mm. for them it, it's almost like if they were disrespectful to me they're being disrespectful to him because he chose me and he keeps me around and i'm i'm That's still working true. so mm-hmm. I, i'm at a, a little bit of an a, advantage there um so i i wouldn't necessarily take that experience and and um you know try to scale it to what's happening out in the in the real world sure uh, yeah, it's a good question. I, I think um, uh, it's just a different communication style. I think these guys are also um, more in touch with their mental health, um, yes. with identifying mm-hmm. and speaking to their feelings. I That's think true. my generation was, <laughs> I think my generation was the one that finally learned how to use I statements. Like when you do this, it makes me feel or like, mm-hmm. um, whatever. But these guys are a little bit more... Um, it, my parents' generation didn't talk about anything. Like, you yeah. know, you yep. swept under the rug, you got on with it. You had yeah. this thing. 
suck it up, you know, whatever it was, my generation, a little bit, you know, a little bit of progress, but I think these guys, and it's a great thing. I mean, uh, mental health, uh, was ignored and for, for way too long, especially mm -hmm. in the, um, and I think it's great the way it, it's, it, uh, it's importance is being highlighted, I think in, in a in very much a global sense. Um, mm -hmm. I think these guys have a better understanding of, uh, and feel more comfortable to like talk about what they're feeling in the moment. Uh, but it is awkward when people just have like a complete like break meltdown and it's like, bro, you don't want to go into the walk-in for this. Like you're just, <laughs> cool, just out here, like just melting it down. Like, nope. Okay, fine. Like, what do you need right now? Do you need a solution? Do you need space? So right. to, uh, I'll help you where I can, but, um, do you th uh, I you think yeah. that's more, you think that's more because, because it is so much more accepted now that it's just like, you know what, this is me. Like, fuck yeah. this. I don't really, you know, yeah, I'm not going to hide who I am. And mm -hmm. which is, which is beautiful though. I mean, I think that's, that's mm -hmm. amazing. Um, but that's interesting that you say that they're all like, you're finding that you're noticing that more. Yes. Yeah. yeah. It's a good thing, but I'm, I'm also curious, like what's, you know, what's the, what's the long-term, uh, uh, ramifications of that? Like, yeah. uh, you, I, I think there, there needs to be a bit of a balance. Like you need to be able to harness your emotions and, you know, uh, have appropriate responses. It can't just yes. be same meltdown response to, oh, that was a great happy thing that happened, or that was a really sad thing that happened. Um, yeah, I don't know. Again, I really hope that somebody is studying us and like, <laughs> and, like nice little booklets. It's like, you know, yes. everything. Yes. Yeah. Um, so fingers crossed. Yes, for sure. And, you know, here's another interesting question and it doesn't have to go into depth, but, you know, a lot of these shows and productions, they make you go through physical evaluation, psych evaluation. Is that part of that process too for everyone that's not in that production? Yeah, we, um, uh, I want to say it was like 800 questions. It probably took about three hours, this test we have to do. <laughs> and, and, um, and it's all like, do you like fires? <laughs> do you, yeah, it's like, it's intense. It's a yeah. lot. Yeah. Wow. It, with the psychologist uh, before we're like, we would have already made it to the final rounds mm -hmm. of auditions. And then we sit with the psychiatrist to make sure that, uh, that we're stable enough to be in that type of environment. Mm -hmm. I didn't know this because obviously I won my season. So this wasn't part of my experience on the show. Mm. Uh -huh. um, mandatory that when somebody gets cut, like when they get sent home, they talk to the therapist uh, that night. And then the next morning also, yeah. there's a, ther there's a psychologist on set 24 hours a day. There's That's always amazing. Yeah. That's I mean, so covers their ass in a, in a, in a big way, but yeah, it does. But yeah. I do, I do think that's, that's, that's important. That's really good to hear actually. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. for sure. For sure. Cause again, this is a great, um, aside when we had Erica Supanan, who was the survivor winner, she was saying there's something that you go through that you don't know what it's like is that when you're on the other side and once you've gone through it, you also go through the grief of the fact one, you know what it's like on the other side. Now, the stuff that you don't know, unless if you sign the NDA and you're on there, and the other side is you also don't know what it's like until you had a chance to get something. And maybe, you know, it was such a small chance of winning, but it's not you that's winning it. So then there's a grieving process of that too. Mm -hmm. And so I can imagine that as well, if you're working so hard to be somewhere, especially for those that might've not just been a one time to try on and they get on, which Erica 
openly said it, she tried once and got on it. I can yeah. imagine people that are chefs that have tried for 10 seasons finally get put on. Yeah. Then they're off in the first episode. And even if they <laughs> might have not been there as much, they still went through the same process that everyone else did. And yeah. then they almost are like, nope, that's gone. So yeah. then they have to grieve that. And that psychology and psychiatry help is really important to transition mm-hmm. you back into society. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's, yeah. It's all um, yeah, great observations and, and insight on that. But yeah. Yeah. Uh, Christina, I want to be respectful of your time because I know it's, we've already been talking for like an hour. What's that? I want to be respectful of your time. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. No, we could talk to you for hours. Or do we keep going? You're so, you're so sweet. Wait, are to. you, are you in Caesars? Where, where are you right now? Yeah. I'm, I'm in room nine. No, I won't tell you. That. <laughs> um, uh, yes. I'm in uh, Caesars palace. We, uh, I'm out here for some, um, summer menu changes. Uh, cool. yeah. So yeah, just doing yeah. a lot of restaurants and then back to Dallas, uh, tomorrow. Oh. Wow. Uh, wow. And what's the vibe like in Vegas these days? It's, it's intense here. March is, it- March is um, uh, one of the, the like the busiest month of the year in Vegas. Um, huh. One, the weather like flips like a switch and it's yeah. like, it's perfect Out, outside of it being a, a little bit windy. Uh, I mean, it's absolutely gorgeous. I think it got oh, up nice. three. Sorry. I, I can't do the Celsius. I learned American, but um, yeah, it was like a nice warm day. Uh, just, like absolutely gorgeous out. And then um, in March, uh, usually our university go on spring break. Yeah, uh, for March and April. So you have spring break, you have March Madness, which is our oh. college football tournament. Right. A very, very big deal. A very big deal. Um, right. so, especially with betting. So Vegas is like wild. Oh, yeah. And then we have uh, St. Patty's Day also, which, yeah. you know, it's just another, you give Americans any excuse to drink and they'll turn. <laughs> yeah. and, uh, Canadians are like that. Canadians are like that too, my friends. Yeah, you guys have, um, I know this one, May 2-4 weekend, right? Isn't that like a, is that a thing? May 2-4 weekend? It might be, but I think it's, if, it's, well, if, it's relating, if it's relating to drinking, I wouldn't know because I'm not, I'm so not even in the cultures. I wouldn't know. It's, it's like 2-4, like 24-ounce bottles. Is it no, related I don't to know. that? Okay. <laughs> Outside of Toronto, she always wishes us a happy May 2-4 weekend. Oh, uh, what? Yeah, I'll have to, I'll Google it. So the next time we- Does talk- she mean, do you mean like May the 4th be with you? No, like May 4th. <laughs> that's universal. That's outer space. <laughs> outer um, space? You know what that's from, right? Yeah, Star Wars. I'm not okay. going to wake up yesterday. I'm still part of the fucking 90s. Hello. Oh God. Um, We do, have, yeah, we do have a holiday, but you know, we also do have spring break in, in March. And do you know- a lot of us on the West Coast, we get some really smoking awesome deals down to Vegas. So you probably do yeah. see the odd Canadian. It's packed. Like this is, yeah. we'll, we'll have like a record breaking month in most of our, and I mean, like since we've been open, like for the last nine years, 10 years in some of the restaurants this, this month, like it's insane. Vegas has gotten, wow. it's busier than pre-COVID. It's incredible. Wow. Wow. <laughs> Pent up, uh, pent up demand. I have a question for you guys. I don't know how. Yeah, much. Okay. Okay. Uh, if this has hit Canada, but do you guys watch the Oscars? Like, how did Canadians feel about uh, <laughs> happen with the? I expect you to speak on behalf of all Canadians. Uh, by the way. Um, oh shit! That whole like Will Will Smith, uh, Chris Rock situation was that? Oh, did, did we that really? Hit, did that hit your news or? Of it course it did. It definitely. Okay, we don't live. We don't live. We don't live on the moon. Yes. I know, 
we'll get into. I don't know if people watch the Oscars. Uh, oh heck yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I didn't. Yeah. I didn't watch it because I don't like. I didn't watch the cast. I watched it, but, it. But the key moments and that being a very obviously prominent moment that happened. Yeah. Um, here's one thing I will say to it, which I did not know and kind of found out by, uh, by, I guess by luck. Um, again, I think I've spoken a little bit about like I'm neurodivergent, so I've got nonverbal learning disabilities, um, which is a whole list of things that affect communication, cognitive behavior, and all these things, how we show up in the world. Uh, so it's a miracle that I can even do this podcast. But anyways, point is, Mm -hmm. is that Chris Rock actually at the age of 55 discovered he has NVLD. Oh, what? wow. Which I did not know. I tapped the hashtag on my profile that I set underneath my main bio on my personal handle and tapped NVLD just for whatever. First thing I saw from 2015 in April, Chris Rock realizes he's neurodivergent. Wow. Now, yep. is this it's not fake news? Not that I was reading. No, it seemed very yeah, interesting. That is interesting just to that play to play into... Yeah, I I was really, to be honest, I was conflicted. I was at first, I was like, what the actual fuck? Like, I can't be because I watched it live. Did you watch it live? Yeah, I was watching. uh, It's March Madness. So I was watching the women's basketball game and I was like flipping back and forth. Well, I was watching basketball games, actually. And then the Oscars was like the third like commercial commercial. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Happened to like be watching it when it happened. And I didn't realize what happened because the way or at least the channel I was watching Mm -hmm. the camera angle i was like but then chris rock obviously said you know will smith just slapped the shit out yes. of me which was like the like best response yes and i couldn't um i st- i don't know i still don't know if i uh have fully digested it um i don't like i i definitely believe in standing up for the person that you're with and that you brought and in a public like we if we're gonna fight we'll do it at home if like mm-hmm. i will always back when we're around people like even if i disagree even if it's wrong like i'm with you you're with me this is how we do it right um but i think fundamentally um there are very few occasions that i think it's okay to physically uh, yes uh assault i mean to call it what it is physically assault somebody uh and i think they're very very much reserved for when you're in fear like when you're in danger or somebody else is in danger not danger of having their feelings hurt or danger of getting called out but like in physical physical yeah yeah so um i think that yeah i was uh i mean same as maybe same as you rachel like a a little bit conflicted like i i I understood like uh what it was but i'm not sure that i fully digested it but again fundamentally i just like Mm -hmm. you can't just put your hands on people no 100 percent well yeah no 100 percent. and the reason why i say conflicted is just because uh I, I don't agree with the action he took whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Um, but on the flip side, I also don't think it's okay for comedians necessarily just to run their mouths and, yeah. you know, uh, especially, yeah. and I, I don't know if I believe that he didn't know about her condition because yeah. apparently they, like, it's like, we know we them. I don't know them, but apparently they, they're friends or they were friends. Yeah. So I mean, I- uh, exchange about it yeah mm-hmm. uh, like at an earlier date they had, they had like come up yeah i saw i saw some of that um so it's a it's a bit weird it's mm-hmm. kind of yeah yeah erica yeah. man like what other like where else is that happening? <laughs> it's not happening in canada as far as i know out to the world like yeah and here it's, we are it's like another it's just like another another day another you know what i, I know. was you know what yeah. i was sad about that overshadowed the death of my favorite one of my favorite musicians in Foo Fighters. Uh, 
that yeah. overshadowed that that completely overshadowed Taylor Hawkins death because that yeah. happened mm-hmm. like two days be- before and it was interesting because I was watching you know I watched like the next morning I'll watch like James Corden or just like highlights and stuff like that and I was just curious I'm like is anyone going to mention that because the Foo Fighters are huge like yeah, they were yeah. on they were on all their shows for many 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 times you know specifically Dave and Taylor not one of them in their opening remarks or the, about, about the news mentioned it Such a at shame. all Wow. So, so that was, that was more just like, really? Okay. So then obviously some people love drama, like God. It's crazy. Especially America. Um, yeah. And what a, what a, what a shame, like what a loss. Um, Huge. My, uh, my first stadium concert uh, was at giant stadium in New Jersey. Uh, and it was Alanis Morissette and Taylor was. Wow. Like, I'm glad that I got to see him live. I never saw Foo Fighters live, but he was drumming for her at the time. Uh, and I think <sighs> right after she finished the U.S. part of that tour uh, and then went on, did a couple yeah. gigs, and then I think got uh, got hooked up with Foo Fighters after that. But um, yes. yeah, yeah, he was just absolutely incredible musician. Uh, I love, well, I love Alanis. Yeah. I love Alanis. Like, oh, if yeah. there's one... Yeah, she's your oh. Yeah, she is. And actually her brother, because her brother Wade um, was an, is probably still is, but definitely was one of the key investors in Yoga. And Yoga is where I taught and got started my career as a teacher until I shifted out of there at about early 2018, I believe. So I actually- Twin too. They're twins. Yes, that's right. They are. But yeah. Wade would be a regular student in the HOT classes. He used to be a trainer mm-hmm. for the HOT program for oh. the Yoga College. So I actually did meet him several times and I had the chance of teaching him once. So it was oh, really yeah. interesting to be in the room with someone that I don't know very well, but I'm like, I know who you are. You don't care who I am, but I know who I know who you're connected to. <laughs> and I know that I know that I know that's really cool. <laughs> she's, she's amazing. I, yeah. I love her. Yeah. yeah. Um, did you guys, I think, I think this is, uh, you ever question your own like memories and you're like, is that, how, is that a real Yes. Thing? Yes. Um, like right now. To- <laughs> <laughs> there used to be this show that I watched. It was called, I think it was filmed in Canada. Uh, you can't do that on television. Yes. He was on that, right? Yes, she I, was. I've never heard. Um, and I think it's why I always say, cause it's Atlantis, uh, but yes. I think it's also like my, uh, Jersey mouth. Like I just have a lazy tongue, but I can remember <laughs> really vividly. I think it was uh, Alistair, Alexer, Alistair was like one of the guys uh, mm-hmm. and they'd be in the lockers telling jokes and like, they would be like, Al- Alanis and like, shut the thing. <laughs> yes, Alistair. And then they'd like, tell yes. jokes. I was like my first, I like was obsessed with that show. Um, That's ho- yeah. So was I, it's not the show that they got, if they said something, they got slimed. Yeah. They got, if you said, yeah. I oh. know you got slimed. If you said water, the water came down. Um, yeah. Oh my God. One more. And then like the, um, Oh, They'd always eat at that diner that had like rats and like rat burgers and like the chef was always like picking his nose. It was like <laughs> oh. after school. Um, yeah, such a strange show. Like, it, was it was so weird. Yeah. Kids, but um, totally. yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to Google, I'm going to Google that. I'm gonna I've Google never that even heard of it. Done. That's because it's never... not your, it's Christina, you and I are around the same age. I'm yeah. a little couple years younger than you, but I, it's, it, it, I don't think it was even on for very long. It was a very bizarre yeah. It was, yeah, really it bizarre. Was like key uh, years of a uh, key key portion of my formative years, but yeah, uh, <laughs> yes, it was. Uh, I loved it. It was one of my one of my favorite shows. Oh, that's so. I love that. 
funny. I, I love that. Christina, there's a couple of things that come to my mind as well. And I know that when you mentioned like when you're in Vegas, you love to go down to Fremont and go down to like the old Vegas. Yeah. What I'm curious is that as an extension of that question, where are your favorite places in Vegas? Forget about if it's in like food and beverage, which obviously some would be, but when yeah. you don't have to be, I mean, I guess you're always representing Gordon Ramsay, of course, but when you're not like in a Gordon Ramsay yeah. facility, where, what lights you up? Where do you go? Where are your uh, places where you want to? Uh, to the other end of the sh- away from the strip so we yeah. have uh red rock um nas- not national park red rock um is it no it's not a national park uh we have the red rock canyons um okay. out here like some of the best rock climbing i'm not a rock climber but i have friends that are so super yeah. fun um but they have some like really killer trails uh ice nice. is probably my favorite so um i would either go uh depending on the time of year in the cooler months, uh, out to the canyons for uh, hikes. And then in the hotter months, um, I would drive to Arizona. It's about 45 minutes mm. away. Oh, wow. uh, there's the We have the Colorado River. Okay. Uh, it goes through Colorado, Arizona. I mean, it's a, it's a massive. Um, but there's this one stretch of it that's um, it, like in the canyon. I mean, it's like the canyon. It's so cool. It's my, it's my absolute favorite. Um, I like to kayak. Um, oh, me too. Nice like to be alone and sorry yeah. what hero you I have do? experience with kayaking continue christina <laughs> sorry that was sorry that i was we'll circle back to that continue christina uh, that's not towards you that's to rachel continue yeah um but yeah this uh it, it's an area called um uh willow beach and black canyon and you can kind of paddle all the way up to the back of the hoover dam if you want oh um but it's just, it's, it's incredible. And I, I particularly like it. Um, I usually go at like six in the morning, super early before there's a ton of people on the water um, and before the wind kicks up too much. Um, yeah. But when it, in the height of the summer, after all the snow is melted up top and um, all the big corn sheep that have to come down the mountain to get to the water source, uh, because it's not uh, in the safety of the, the height of the, yeah. of the camp. And you'll just see these herds of these like gorgeous, like big horn sheep uh, coming down. Oh, to, like, I love that. And it's like, it's so funny. It's God, we, it, it, it's such a perfect reminder that we are all just animals. Um, yeah. I would, one herd I would see all the time um, because <laughs> like identify them. Like the more time you spend there, you're like, Oh yeah, I, they have names. I don't know what they are. <laughs> but, um, uh, there was this one herd that had a couple like adolescent sheep, like, te- yes. like, like teenagers. Wow. Uh, and- they were males and just the way they would like fight with each other like they're such boys like they were like yeah like and then they'd get like real rough and annoyed and they'd separate and then they'd come back and be cool again and i was like man we really are just like just yeah we're all animals here but yes i would um mostly get out and get outdoors yeah yeah uh, that's or like through and through i like my my feet in the dirt so girl to my heart i guess i am the same british columbia oh my god you'd love it here so much god you will love it i um i live about four and a half hours north-ish from vancouver so i i I was i grew up in vancouver but um now i live in what's called the okanagan which is like lake and wine country essentially so surrounded by lakes i paddleboard i stand up paddleboard like i try if i could do it all year round i would but we do get snow so yeah <laughs> but um yeah huge like tra- tons of trails and just i love it's, you know that's yeah that's what keeps me sane it really is i miss yeah. uh, i grew up on the east coast and our hiking and mountain ranges 
over there, like just much different. It's all yes. trees and covered with shit. Like it smells like dirt. Oh, I fucking love it. Like it's got <laughs> damp, this like dampness to it. Yeah. Uh, feels right. And it took me quite a while to get used to like doing trails on rock with no vegetation anywhere in sight. And um, yeah, when I, um, when we were filming uh, the last couple months, uh, I do yoga every morning and, um, you Good know, you. you know, I'd like have my little like morning routine. Right. And when I was, I was like, one of the things I said was I need to take advantage of being in LA. Uh, mm-hmm. When I was doing my, not resolutions, but things I want to accomplish this year in the beginning of the year, I realized like when I wrote them all down, I realized that most of them were uh, work related. And I was like, this is so sad and pathetic. And what the fuck am I doing? Mm-hmm. Um, so I had to then like reassess and like, what do I want to do? Not what's going to be good for the company. What's good for me. Yeah. Right. And, uh, one of the things I committed to for myself was going to uh, six national parks this year. Um, so while I was out there, we were only off on Sundays, but two of the weekends I had, a, I had enough uh, energy uh, and I drove out to about th- just about three hours, Joshua tree, uh, yep is east of uh mm. yeah i've always wanted to go there it's uh, i mean like oh. it's unbelievable uh me and my best friend laney uh we, we talked earlier in the like right around new year's and um her birthday's yeah. in april and uh we did the she turned 40 last year oh wow it um she lives up in northern california and we did uh this like, really awesome hike uh we camped for the night just did it in and out um in the trinity alps and there's all these like alpine lakes and i mean it's oh, just wow. fun and we're like okay we let's go for another overnight uh to celebrate our birth mine's in january hers in, is in april so we never celebrate them right. together mm-hmm. to, uh, get together once a year um and after i i didn't spend the night in joshua tree because uh we we filmed first thing monday morning <laughs> a sunday day off um but it just like it is magic it is like it, the first the first time I went out there, I didn't know what to expect. And I was like, holy shit. And the second time out, I was like, okay. And I brought my journal and it just pulls, like you oh. can't, it just pulls things right out of you. It's really interesting uh, nice. experience, but I, I want to camp there because they say the, uh, the start, like the sky is just unreal. The, like how the, uh, yes. Oh yeah. No, I've heard that. Yeah. That's on, that's top of my list for sure. Yeah. So I'd love to like, get down I, there. Uh, Joshua tree. And then when I, I drove. Uh, from Dallas to LA because I took my cat with me. Uh. <laughs> uh, we went on a road trip. She was such a trooper. Oh. Um, and on the way back, um, coming through New Mexico, I went to the um, na- well, National Park, oh, the Petrified Forest uh, in Painted Desert. So I've got two out of six done for the year, uh, which wow. is awesome. Um, but yeah, so free time is, yeah, somewhere quiet in, na- in nature. Yes. Yeah. I yeah. love that, Christina. It's beautiful it, contrast. It, it, this kayaking story that that made uh, Hero give you the bird in the in the middle of the conversation. What, well, what? I was laughing because, like, I'm just like I I've never known Hero to. <laughs> Are you okay there, Hero? Yeah, just keep going. We're good. <laughs> <laughs> I've never I've never known Hero to uh, gravitate towards any of that and i've we've been best friends for a while i've never seen you on a kayak i've never seen a picture of you on a kayak i don't yes, know because <laughs> you didn't know me because you didn't know me when i was fucking 12 that's why and when i was nine <laughs> that doesn't mean you kayak it means you have kayaked okay yeah. i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna spill the major t on this while we still have okay. christina here so when i was in like fourth or fifth grade i somehow oh decided God. to go and do yeah i know I just said, and thank you. 
Um, I decided to go and do the sailing camp. So just for geographical knowledge, there's lots of beaches in Vancouver. It's flooded by water. It's kind of like how Manhattan is literally flooded by water. And so we have a lot of different sailing clubs and yacht clubs and stuff, and they run summer camps for kids. And so this one had a sailing camp and a kayaking camp. Me and my friend went and, went and did it. And when I did it, because of my challenges with proprioception, dexterity, coordination, and all the things that came with my neurodivergency, I did not learn correctly how to hold a kayak oar until I did eight different ways of holding it. Who ever thought that there were eight different ways of holding a fucking kayak paddle? I did. Same thing with learning how to use a credit card. Eight different ways, apparently. Up, down, front, back, side to side, angled up and down. Okay, great. So, wow. yeah, I know. Leave it to me <laughs> to find all the other scenarios that no one will ever hopefully do. So, anyway, I happen to be the lucky bastard that got the one kayak that capsized every single time it went into the water. So, I chose not to continue doing the camp. My friend, who I did it with, stayed, went and tried my kayak. Same thing happened. So we mm-hmm. realized that Ty said I capsized into the freaking water and had to change my clothing with my coach or whatever, whoever our teacher was. I was traumatized. I wasn't going to go back. Mm-hmm. Then, believe it or not, I returned before I went into high school, seventh grade. I went back bravely. And then I actually had the time of my life. Learn to use a spray skirt, learn how to do your rollovers, learn how to go out to deeper sea, learn how to do rescues and stuff. And yeah, do I like that stuff? No, but do I like being on the water and using an oar and going and feeling control of the ocean? Yeah, I do. So yeah. I actually do have some experience and I have done stand up paddle boarding. I know I you have. It. I know you have. I know you have. And when you come when you come up here in May, hopefully the weather will be nice and we'll go out on the on the lake. And I've got two paddle boards. So God, okay. There you I know, go. Rachel, I know Rachel has seen this photo of me. Christina, I'll send it to you, but I'll <laughs> give you a visual. Imagine me like 21. I was just starting my yoga teacher training, teacher career, teaching career. One of the studios that I was going to be part of, which chose not to hire me, which is totally fine. They had a welcoming party for the teachers. And one of the main teachers at the time basically is the main owner of Stand Up Paddle Vancouver. So she gave all of us the ability to go out as a team bonding experience to go out and just stand up paddle. So me being not really much of a swimmer or going outdoors, I had two sizes too small at that point, one ball hanging out, two exist branded swim trunks that I bought from freaking Century 21 in Manhattan three years before. Okay. So literally like Speedo, but trunks with a ball hanging out. So I'm going in there and then I'm super cappy. My hair is turquoise at this point and twice the length of this because I thought it was a Dragon Ball Z Super Saiyan. And I wanted to obviously have a top covering. The only thing that was available was a athletic brand named Roxy, a peplum style scallop at neon green, basically hip bone height and above. So I look like a fucking flower, neon green, neoprene, scallop edges, blue hair, blue boy shorts with a ball hanging out, going onto a paddleboard for the first time and barely freaking out and not knowing how to stand up on my own fucking feet on water. It was hilarious and amazing. You fall in? Very on brand though. It is. Yeah, on brand very much. I love all those years ago. Uh, no, I did not fall in actually. Thank you oh, very good. much. But I do have a photo and I will share it to both of y'all um, the moment we finish recording because it is hysterical. <laughs> oh my God. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. We came onto House Kitchen. And Gordon would be like, and Gordon would be like, He'd be like, good thing, the good thing this ain't no 2005 anymore, man. Like, fuck. <laughs> yeah. 
22 oh. different 2005 not the same <laughs> oh my god oh my god oh so, some memories for you what are you eating for dinner tonight what's that what are you eating for dinner tonight it's a good question uh <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I have a, a friend that I might uh, meet up with. Um, nice. I went out to dinner last night, uh, probably had a little uh, too many. I don't really drink a lot. And I actually uh, go sober twice a year, uh, the month of April. So kind of my last fall this weekend and then the yeah. month of October. Um, but um, yeah, I'm not sure. We had a pretty heavy, we ate at this place called Delilah. It's uh, it's new. It's at the Wynn. It was an unbelievable, unbelievable experience. It was a, re- wow. it was a really nice night. Um, food was amazing. We know that, uh, it's a colleague, a friend of mine, um, we know the chef, but, um, kind of got this like old Hollywood feel. Uh, but we, we ate pretty decadently last night. <laughs> so, uh, we were talking about maybe grabbing some sushi or, uh, just something like, uh, tonight. Fair. Yeah. Mm. Probably eat off strip because I ate on strip, uh, last night. So yeah. there's so many great restaurants. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah. Yeah. Great. So, um, yeah, I haven't, I haven't quite gotten to, uh, although I guess it's, about dinner time now. I, yeah. I know I'm getting hungry. I can hear. I think there's pots and pans. I told my husband. I said we're gonna probably. I'm like, let's go. You're over. <laughs> yeah, I think. So. I think so. I don't know. I don't know. I've got my head. All, yeah. You never know. <laughs> yeah, you never know. What I will say is there is an incredible all-you-can-eat sushi place that my uh, partner before the one that I was with when we recorded the first time with you last year. I don't forget the name of it, but there's like three or four of them in Vegas and it's further up by uh, Circus Circus and it's an open mall, kind of outdoor kind of strip mall and it's a la carte. You don't like mark it off on the scoreboard. They come over and take your order a la carte, but it's all you can eat and it's really, really freaking good. And I wish I knew the name of it, but I think that'll be descriptive enough. Um, Okay. Uh, There's a place called Goyiman. That's usually my my go-to up Mm. on uh, Trap and Decatur. Um, But yeah, Perfect. Well, oh, Christina, like dinner. Vancouver and sushi and uh, we have some pretty amazing cuisine, actually, specifically with sushi in Vancouver, too. And we're right on yeah. the water and it's just yeah. a lot of that culture. Yeah. Yes. But I, I made a Canadian friend. I think she's <laughs> Vancouver this year. Oh, nice. Uh, I'm going to I'll send you her Instagram. Um, her name's Lauren. She's incredible. Uh, cool. She's an artist. Um, and she did this uh uh, painting of Gordon and she, ta- she tagged him and she tagged me in it. And it was, I mean, it, I don't like respond to everything, but like I shared it on my, not like, Oh, I shared it. Not a big deal, but yeah. I don't like share people's stuff often. Right. Just uh, yeah. Um, gotta be careful. Gotta be careful. But this, like this painting she did was incredible. And she was yeah. trying to get Gordon's attention with it. So I was like, I reposted it, it sent it over to Gordon Long story short, she ended up coming down on set so that she could like gift it to him. Uh, she works with um, uh, Major League Baseball. Um, she does mostly athletes, but she's trying to. Uh, she's got a great story. Honestly, I think you 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 guys should cool. check her out. She, um, okay. she had a traumatic. She wasn't an artist, or she was always art inclined, but she wasn't an artist. She's got a great story. She uh, big baseball fan. She took a line drive uh, mm. to the side door in the game and ended up with a traumatic brain injury. Oh um, wow. And- didn't go back to her regular job and like leaned into the art. And now she like has a contract with major league baseball and she does like all these professions. It's uh, when I, I'll send you her profile to both Please. you guys. It's incredible. Yes. Uh, but she's a fellow Canadian, uh, just super dynamic young lady. Uh, great cool. story. Uh, I would highly recommend you guys uh, yeah. have a conversation with her, but um, yeah, absolutely. 
fantastic. Her name's Lauren, like really, really cool. Okay. Uh, so I'm um, yeah, making more Canadian friends by the <laughs> Absolutely. Well you got Lauren, you got us. And if you you're again so... for sure touch base in Vancouver, like yeah, let us know. Please. Absolutely. Yeah, Whatever we can do to show you around, hot be hosts. I gotta get you on a on a on a paddleboard in a crop top with a with <laughs> neon shorts and a you could get me into almost anything. So that is yeah. perfect with me. And I'm then my green couch. So yeah. <laughs> and Rachel has her paddleboard. It's great. <laughs> like a fucking scotch uh scotch pad back there we're gonna sleep on it'll be great yeah yes it'll yeah. be I love amazing it. i love it'll it be amazing and i've got yes i'll leave it at that yes it's gonna be amazing <laughs> we'll, we'll conceptualize it even more so <laughs> i love you thank you thank you very much i really appreciate just how real you have always been through and through mm -hmm. and giving your time so selflessly to us and sure. this continuation of this discussion to always continue and you know this sincere friendship it's these types of yeah. connections don't come very often so we really don't take it for granted thank you and i adore the hell out of both of you guys and uh, ah. yeah, a great conversation and uh good way to you know just kind of uh break up the the normal patterns of thought i think you guys always have really good just i i like the way the conversation naturally goes and it's like it's super easy so uh, thank you thank you that oh means God, a lot <laughs> great and one day we'll, we'll, we'll be doing this like on spotify or something oh um, ask you guys what do you um like what do you what are you listening to right now are there podcasts that that you like or the creators that you love? Um, you know, I mean, I, I listen probably too much to some of the big name guys. Like I do, I really do like Mark Marin. Um, mm -hmm. I like, you know, his Jewish like shtick. He's, he's, he's angry. <laughs> he's like grumpy. He's funny. Um, you know, I also, what do I, I've, I've also been listening to smartless is so ridiculous. Like with, um, uh, Jason Bateman and um, okay. uh, oh, who else is oh my god now I can't think uh, <laughs> anyway like some I, yeah I mean I I kind of I listen to some podcasts I listen to are just a little bit more lighthearted I think mm -hmm. you know like and, and there's the odd time I'll listen to you know something that's you know like a Brene Brown type yeah type deal yeah. right I get it's either like true crime like <laughs> like all the way on this end, or it's like motivation, self-help, like yeah. yes. uh, self-growth, like inner connections. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yes. Like one or the other. There's not a, yeah. uh, not a podcast to, to be honest. I'll, I'll listen to them when they're recommended. Um, or yes. if like, we're having a discussion and if you were to say, oh yeah, I listen to this po podcast about, you know, healthy livers and this is what it's called. <laughs> right. Right. Um, but I, I yeah. do more out of recommendation than um, like motivated to, to do it. Hero, do you listen to, is there anything that you're listening to? Uh, as far as podcasts <laughs> are concerned, I'm actually, and again, I mean, not no tea, no shade. I'm actually not much of a podcast follower or listener. I, I will be admitting that. Uh, I know it's something yeah. that I would like to work on and get more knowledge of. And I know what some of those things that are out there. Um, but one podcast that I actually did start listening to, uh, as it is very much derivative of Vancouver Drag Queens and also based on the RuPaul's Drag Race franchise, is uh, Semi-Qualified Queens. And so it's essentially these two queens that were on the first two seasons of Canada's Drag Race. Mm -hmm. They started with their first six episodes about the UK versus the world franchise and kind of breaking down each episode and what the queens were doing and their takes on it from being former contestants themselves. 
and are continuing to do more and more kind of one-on-one interviews with people that are from the drag race community and whatever seasons might be continuing to come up. So that is one thing that I started listening to every week for the last couple of months. But a lot of my media consumption and listening and watching definitely comes from reality TV. And then whatever music I might be listening to for creating spin playlists or listening to deep house music or video game music or anything that just kind of takes me into a different training my brain off. So that's kind of my main thing. I'm very, very in the lane of that reality TV. And then uh, also I listen to our podcast for my own development, feedback, critiquing, and making sure that things are developing and progressing from each time we record and produce an episode. And then I don't have a lot of time with that. You're also that way because I don't, I don't listen to them afterwards usually. (laughs) I watch them with my mom, actually. That's that's a cute little side note. My mom was like, oh my God, like you're talking to Christine again or you're talking to Corey Wade. Oh my God. Like, when is it out? I want to watch it. Get Glozell on the show. Why haven't I seen it yet? So my my parents are really supportive. That's really awesome. You're lucky to have that. Thank you. Um, I don't take it for granted. And are, do you guys get into TikTok or not really? No, there is obviously (laughs) an opening for that. I mean, there's obviously like a revenue stream and visibility stream for that, for that. Out of the two of us, Rachel is a lot stronger with video content and creation. And in terms of the techie part, part of my interest is more in photography as opposed to video, even though they correlate. And I think we're really trying to just build our Instagram and our YouTube. And then who knows down the line, if somebody might have a natural knack for TikTok or for video, and it's still a popular stream of content and viewership, maybe we would start creating a TikTok as well. I don't know. I've never, that's a, I've never been on TikTok ever. It's a whirlpool. It's I just a, like COVID sent me down this deep, dark, like I'm talking like <laughs> hours at a time. This is like yeah. real. Oh, like, wow. 20 shut down. Yeah. Like, yeah. Um, yeah. And I, I, I fell uh, um, a few places. I, I didn't realize I was going to land uh, one, uh, <laughs> one being um, horse rescue TikTok had no idea that'd be an interest of mine, but it is. And huh. Wow. Uh, this one nonprofit called a uh, Colby's crew. Uh, <laughs> uh, I mean, obsessed. I, I like buy their merchandise obsessed. Oh. <laughs> and this, uh, there's this, uh, there's this person that does um, uh, uh, this program is called under the desk news. And it's just, uh, she does like, the day's news but it's only like maybe two minutes long and it's like 30 seconds of each like top huh. story so it's like the best way to consume it's what i need that's it and if i want to go read more i'll go on npr washington post and read yeah. um, look up more about it but it's like it's the it's news in a way that is palatable to me at this point yes uh, it's it's just so yeah. overwhelming but um yeah tiktok sent me or sorry COVID sent me down a, a, a very very deep not so dark but very deep <laughs> <laughs> very cool uh and it's it's also very interesting to see the younger generation of uh lesbians and how right. they how they are uh yes. huh. very, very interesting uh, and very set. all the self-confidence and right. uh, uh how out uh people can be and i it, it really makes me think of like moments in my life where I was around older lesbians that were like, Oh yeah, you guys have it so easy. And I'm like, Oh, do we? But now I, I see this generation you see it. and I'm like, you guys have it so easy. Yeah. We remember here. I don't know if you went through this cause you are, uh, as Rachel so kindly pointed out, uh, younger, much younger. Right. Than <laughs> right. Um, right. I, th- I didn't know what you were going to call him, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll take I it. 
remember being like a young gay and we used to say to each other, are you family? Like, that's how we would ask if you were gay. Oh. Um, yeah, you would, or if you were talking about somebody, you'd be like, oh yeah, I think she's family or oh yeah, I'm family. Okay. That's how we would and it was like, it was so covert. And now these guys are like, oh, I'm a, I'm a femme top dominant top femme, which yes. like, like words. And it's, it's interesting that it is like, talking code and, and the generation before me talks yes. even more code. And uh, yeah. but yeah, that's yeah. true, Christina. Um, I don't know if I actually have heard the, ter- the, the term used in that context. Mm-hmm. Um, it could have just been based on circumstance and growing up in a liberal city, perhaps, and all uh, those things. But, but in terms sure. of, but in terms of, um, connecting with people, I think for me, I would kind of, what would I say? I think I would say, I think I would just say, are you gay? I mean, yeah. I think I was so innocent and just so kind, kind hearted in terms of just wondering, like, are we of the same identity? You know, like, do we have a similar outlook or understanding of humanity? And part of it might've also just been self explanatory maybe just energetically maybe there is more acceptance perhaps even if it wasn't verbalized it was still an energy of like yeah okay i'm mm-hmm. either I, you can come closer to me or i'm comfortable with you or i see you mm-hmm. um and also i'm all i'm also quite sheltered maybe in that respect too in terms of um like i went to my youth group when i was 16 i met some queer kids there and you know made some friends from that but besides that, I didn't really have a big gay social circle. And a lot of my friendships were one-to-one too. So I didn't really have a lot of queer friends. Mm. So I wasn't really mm. in that. I kind of wish I had something a bit more. Yeah. Maybe I will in these parts of my life as I continue to get more comfortable with exposing and going out there and getting over my social anxieties and stuff. But I like the fact that the terminology of you asking, like, are we family? Mm-hmm. I actually think that's really endearing, even if it may have not been the intention behind that. Mm-hmm. It yeah. sounds a lot <clears throat> more pure, I guess. Yeah. In a similar but different way to people saying, I'm femme, I'm mask or lipstick or chapstick, or I'm a trans mask dom top. Like there's all these other things that we use as indicators to help others understand how to associate with us in a way mm-hmm. that we want to be associated with. But it also, in some ways, so much language can also limit uh, the ability to understand others to relate to us. So I feel like it's such a, because even for me, I say, like, I'm an average guy next door. Like, because mm-hmm. I am, I'm a down earth average guy next door. I'm unconventional and outspoken and look at life in a way that I feel is very different from most queer men or gay men. But, you know, and I say, like, I'm neurodivergent, but it's not in the way of like, um, putting a crutch or a label it's more like here are some identifiers to help bridge those conversations of understanding how we can connect on a similar level Mm -hmm. but i think there are certain generations that look at it as the opposite as a way of discrimination as a way of you know don't put yourself in a box but at the same time everyone does different things to put distinguishing factors and that's exactly what you just spoke to yeah and it's interesting because there's there's even more like even though people don't really want to be put in necessarily a box there's more labels nowadays than there ever have been yeah agreed so like, it's like <laughs> yeah there, yeah there is uh it, it is it's it's interesting and i think um uh to your point rachel it, it just feels it feels so much more individualized and like i think my am i coming up uh and coming up queer and um my my experience there like 
saying something like, are you family to somebody that you, you think might be gay? Mm -hmm. uh, it's almost like you're, you're more so asking, is this a safe place rather than saying, yes. oh, way? Like, yes. which is also funny because to, like family isn't always a safe place for people. So right. it's, it's all like, I really love linguistics and like the, the, the social structure around it. But um, yeah. yeah, now it just seems to be, uh, which is great. Like you need to be able to self-identify, but it does more about the individual than the collective more so now than it had ever been. And yeah. I don't think that maybe that needs to happen. I, I just, uh, I would hate to see it like, when I think about like Stonewall, like all like the, the how rich and untold the gay history is, and right? It took for you to be able to, you know, label yourself with like the six things that feel identifiers feel right for you, like yes. you know what it took to get there for the you know for the gay alphabet to continue to expand. <laughs> yes, the gay BCs. Yeah, like, I remember. When the, I remember when the Q came. I remember when the IA came. Like yeah. I, adding on and um, wow. yes yeah it's, yeah it's just it's it's really interesting anyway it really is this has been like seriously mind-blowing I feel like I'm like schwitzing yeah. I'm crying <laughs> I'm like beside myself I can't believe like I'm talking to you right now even though we are just human it's just like I mean, if I could give you a hug, I would very, very I know, respectively I feel, I know. not hug you too tight, but I would hold you <laughs> as long as you would let me. On my <laughs> we'll be there for a while. <laughs> you don't want to go on my green couch. Yeah. Is that, is that what you're laughing at? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Oh, man. so hard on that sofa. I can't Oh my god! It's like it's like the uh, what's the show? Not Three's Company, but like like the Newlywed <laughs> so Game Show, whatever, where they sit on the couch and they're like, you know, so and so said this when yeah, whoopee, blah 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 blah. It's like I did not say that at all. Yeah, sure. Uh, <laughs> the Newlywed Game, the Newlywed Game, the Newlywed anyway. Game Show. Oh, oh, I love it. That was good. Oh my I god, know. bad. Hey. We're so bad at it. And anyway. I know. I'm starting to do the pee pee dance, you guys. Oh yeah, okay. yeah. <laughs> Thanks for, um, I know we went like well over, but um, not a problem. Thanks for not, I felt like the Oscar music was going to come on and it was going to gently say, okay, we're, we're saying bye now. That would be uh, pretty funny hero. No. We, should, we should bring that into our, okay. That anyway, would be funny. Yeah. that would like be funny. Really painful interaction. Just, yeah. You know, oh, we got to go like start rolling credits. Hey, yeah. can, hey yeah. can you send us some sound clips from the house kitchen when there yeah. is those kind of awkward moments and we can just put that in. <laughs> That's funny. Yo, that improv sound team. Check, check. Uh, so many good ideas uh you know bubbling up from this conversation right, right? absolutely well, hey we we advocate for ourselves and others advocate hopefully for us and themselves and that's what you do you put the love out and hopefully people yeah, ripple exactly. it forward yeah poor rach look at her she's like she's really no i you know what else you know what else though christina i sit all day for like okay. i i work from home so i like sit and i'm just uh, like i just have to stand i gotta and you look gorgeous. i gotta i gotta shake it out Pose, yeah, um, darling. Pose, darling. Pose. Um, I can't <laughs> dance. Um, Christina, please let's stay in touch. This has yes. been yes. phenomenal. I, I, I know we will meet each other in person in the flesh one day for sure. I, yes. 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 And uh, yeah, we'll shoot you an email. Uh, let us know of that lovely woman that you were talking about that lives yeah, in Canada. Yeah. We'll we'll For, get uh, that information. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and uh, yeah, let me know when when it's time for part three. Oh my god, absolutely, <laughs> we will. Well, maybe we'll we do just... one uh, when once the the seasons air too. 
Yeah, yeah absolutely. So absolutely. We can do some Q and A's if, if any, I don't know if, if people that listen to this, watch the show too, and, and ever have questions, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll spill all the secret. Well, yes. all the that my NDA allows. I was for just sure. And Christina, that. I just want to let you know because you got a lot of things going on. I don't know if you mentioned this to you. Your video actually has the most views on our YouTube channel. You have had over 10,000 views on oh, our wow. YouTube channel and have accrued for over half of our channel views, which is just over 20,000 views um, because of your episode. So yeah. we have like 150 comments and people saying, we would love to see more of Christina. We love her so much. She's such a badass. She's such an inspiration the things yeah. you might've heard in other ways. So people love you. We love you obviously from the heart. And so anytime that you are available, we will happily connect with you yeah. in all ways possible. Um, we should take some, um, take some questions uh, when you post this. So if people have questions they want me to answer, they can put it in the comments and then, Absolutely. Uh, you, and then you, you, you rope them in for the, for the yeah. that's a great, great idea. idea, but let's do it. Well, Jimmy in Alabama, that's a yeah. great, you know? <laughs> Yes. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. Well, I'm okay. a little, little planning. Anyway. We'll um, do well, it. Yeah. Uh, Thank you for mentioning that, Hero. Yeah, because that's true. Yeah. No, that's great. Thank you. Yeah, I love love chatting with you guys. And uh, yeah, when it's time, we'll get on. We'll get on for another one. Yes. And Absolutely. let us know when you're in, uh, in BC so that way we can make sure you have the best time possible as well. Yeah, for sure. And don't forget to send that photo of you in the. Oh, I'm <laughs> sending it. I'm yeah. sending it. Just don't forget <laughs> the comment. <laughs> yeah. uh, I anyway, think she'll be able to not have, to. A, have a great rest of your night and an awesome weekend. And yes. uh, talking to you again. Thanks, much love, love to you. Thank you awesome. so much. Okay, enjoy, enjoy your, your night. Bye. <laughs> Bye. 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 Bye.